Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy, are we glad to be back at this exciting episode of almost a half century mark for Streaming Demons. That's right, this is episode number 47, it looks like. And we have none other than Sleepaway Camp 2, Terror Creatures, I think it's hyphenated, from the grave, and this little show, I'm not even sure what's called, The Last Dining Inn? What? That doesn't make sense. Oh, Drive-In! Oh my god, The Last Drive-In. All this and more on the next Streaming Demons. Hit it. And just like Joe Elliott said, you can you uh, he didn't say that. He said you could uh, no, just like Joe Elliott said, you too can be a lead singer if you can count to four. That's actually how I know to come in. I, I do like the one, two, three, four. And that intro. Did I lose everyone? No, I just don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm, I'm just saying? here so I don't get fined. Fined by the FTC ABCs. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. So welcome back to Streaming Demons, everyone. As you know. My co-host Box, say hello. Hello, howdy. And and I usually go through the universe and do a movie, a movie, and a gang up movie, the Gangnam style. Every once in a while, we have a special guest, and today is that day. Xander, say hi. Hi for the second time. That's right. Welcome back, Xander's and guess what? We are having a very special Thanksgiving Veterans Day issue. <laughs> Veterans Day. Fun fact, my first day in the Army was actually, th I got to Fort Benning, Georgia, Thanksgiving Day. So oh. it all coincides. Shit, it works out. We say that because I believe it was, we were recording for last Veterans Day? Or was it this one? Box, do you remember? I think, I don't remember what it was, but Fuck Jim me. cannot say Veterans. We learned that Jim cannot say vet. Fuck. Veterans. Veteran. And veteran. we also learned, veterans. like, yeah, we're going to have veterans. Yeah, it's veterans day. No, so instead of having veterans on, we're talking about horror movies that had vets in it or were war movies. And I got like halfway like, fuck, we have someone on staff, don't we? Yes, that's very true. Anyways, kids, if you listen to that episode, this is like the, the makeup, the prequel. Or something this like is that. the better one. This is the better episode because we actually have Xander here with us today. There we go. It's always a good episode. Xander, one of my co-hosts is from, I believe it's called, God, they're going to kill me if I get this wrong. Let me in. The Buffy. Uh, the Empire. Invite me in. I had to go look it up. Yeah, did I get that wrong? Yeah, you, you you get it wrong every time. It's okay. It's, it's, it's the charm. Mm -hmm. I would never get a show that I am in wrong ever. Yeah, right. Not once I, would I. I, do that. I totally didn't just look over at our Discord to make sure I knew the right title either. Well, it's even sadder. Uh, on my computer, it's let me in. That's how I have the folder saved. And on the thing, it's invite me in. And I remember listening to us and going, thank you, Travis, for making the graphic. Because I have to read it off the graphic so I know the fucking show's title is. And when you introduce it, you're like, come on in. I was like, ah, come on down, come on in, whatever, doesn't matter to me. Okay, so if you're brand new to this show, first of all, boy, do we have a surprise for you. Secondly, hi, how are you? Welcome in. We have a very simple premise. One new, one borrowed, one blue, one old wedding song, we get it. And our simple premise is, I am very lazy, so we always let the special guest go first. And that special guest today is Xander. Xander, Aww. what do you bring us? Well, I brought the blue movie. The blue, the blue school. I, I decided to pick blue uh, indirectly because it deals with water and there's blue shirts all over the movie, which is the reason I picked blue. Uh, it's actually, <clears throat> I would consider it an important movie for me is uh, Sleepaway Camp 2. Oh, who does that star? Uh, Pamela think... Springsteen. Oh. Who is Bruce Springsteen's sister. 
and Renee Estevez, who was part of the uh, Sheen Estevez acting family. Is it Joe Estevez's sister or Charlie's? Charlie's sister. Probably. I think it would be Joe's. I would say it would be Joe's niece, I believe. Damn it. I was just making fun of that. Is it really fucking? No, seriously. Oh, it's Renee. Good. She was. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff and she's part of that. And then fun fact, quick yeah. fact about the, the sequel. The third one has Melanie Griffith's sister in it. There's a sequel to this one? What is it called? There, there's like five. There's, there's a like, lot of them. Yeah. There's three. A fourth one that they took footage for a movie that they tried to make, but the studio went out of business. But a fan was able to take that footage and make a movie out of it. And then there's an actual fourth slash fifth one. And they all have sisters of famous people. Mm-hmm. Except oh, I, ha- I, I have um, the rarer box set of this movie. There's two box sets. I have the rarer one. I have all of them on DVD, the first three on Blu-ray, and I have actually have part three on VHS that in its condition right now, I could probably sell it for like a hundred bucks on eBay. The VHS or the thing? Yeah, because it's in fantastic condition. I bought it for 15 bucks at a convention like five years ago. See, people say real estate's a good investment, but really, it's Betamax. It's actually horror movies. Horror movies actually surprisingly hold their value. But you know what doesn't hold value? That's zero shoes. They go beyond value, man. Zero shoes. X E R O S H O E S dot com. I still wear mine everywhere. I love them. That's how I'm still alive. I've outrun everything that's come my way so far in my zero shows.com. Promo code. I don't know. What's the name of her show? Promo code Cream and Demons. Cream and Demons. Um, okay. So I famously do not like sequels i don't watch sequels especially if i enjoyed the first one which i really enjoyed the first sleepaway camp oh i Um, love it i love i actually saw this one first though interesting wait wait, 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 wait. oh yeah i saw the second one first and it's actually my favorite one out of the series so i already got the first one spoiled for me but the reason i saw the second one first is i'm going to date myself i went to an electronics boutique Oh, wow. EV, huh? To get yeah, your ele- electronics, you know, a fresh cut and a shave like you do in the exactly. back no, old times. Because, you know, we're, I grew up with like the big mainstream horror movies, you know, the Screams and the Friday the 13th, and I've seen most of those. But this is the movie that really might be one of the big reasons I'm actually here. And I love like the lower budget stuff because I'm from the sticks and we, we don't get a lot of that stuff. And, you know, back in that time frame, we got it even less. Yeah, you know, it wasn't as readily available as it is now. So I, this is, matter of fact, we're falling back to when I was in the army. Oh, well, like it's how this is weird. I mean, it's it's hard to get some sometimes. It's yeah. Irish so I walked in. I walked into electronics boutique, and they used to have you know how Walmart has like those big five dollar bins of movies. Nope, don't know that one. Yes. What Walmart? Go ahead. Yeah. There's the yeah. Walmart. So I'm thumbing through it one day. I'm just chit chat, and I see this movie. That says Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. And it has the, it's got the more famous, like the picture, you know, with the backpack with the claw and the mask. And I'm like, this looks fun. And I was like, oh, Bruce Springsteen's sister and Martin Sheen's daughter are in this movie. Damn. I got it for like two or three dollars. So I went back and watched, I went back and watched it. And I was like, this movie's amazing. I love this movie. Wait, and wait, that wait. really opened my eyes to, you know, to the more, because a lot of my, a lot of the good horror movies are the lower budget, you know, wing in our prayer style movies, just like this one was because they actually filmed second and third one back to back. That's why you see that they use the same camp. Same camp, same people, same cameras. Mm-hmm. Right, Matter of fact, one of the actresses in the second one is a production assistant in the third one. It's all one happy family. Yeah. And I've watched this movie enough that uh, they have the uh, the happy camper song that's kind of prevalent throughout the second one, tiny bit in the third one. I can actually do the happy camper song from memory. Not in the show you can't because that's a lot. No. Oh. <laughs> I needed not... my kazoo. Where's my kazoo? Your but kazoo I can actually, up. I know it word for word. So I can I can do it. <laughs> no. I... Uh, Bob, <laughs> we, 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 we we can 
we acknowledge that. It is acknowledged, you know it word by word. Okay, so again, yes. like I I love the first one. Uh-huh. Sell me on the second one. Don't spoil it, but sell oh, I won't. me on it. Well, um second one obviously because um Oh god, I just forgot the, uh, my one of my favorite movies and I forgot the main character's name. Angela. Oh, I, I know. No, Thank you, Angela. Angela. I just blanked. It's not Baby Yoda. It's Angela. Yeah. So we know that we've all seen the first one. We know the ending. I'm not going to spoil the ending if people haven't seen it. Which is great. You should go see yes. it. It's a very interesting movie. Is it, is it, wait, wait, the story is, behind the ending, the uh, back behind the scenes story is fascinating too. So it was the first one, the guy with the guitar or no? <laughs> yes. She becomes oh, a guy with a guitar. Yes. Are you, are you serious? Is, What's the one that had the guitar then? That was killing there people. There was a guitar. And the second one had the guitar. The second one has a guitar and a guy killing yes. you. I think you're thinking of Faces of Death, which had a no, guy with a guitar. A guy with <laughs> but there is a guitar in the second sleepwalk game. But no. So what happens is that Angela's still around, obviously, because there's a franchise. And it seems like there's a lot of the same, you know, killing people Grandma's that. She- cookies! Yes. You know, one of those people that she considers bad, she kills them. Oh. It's a pretty simple premise. It's does the the three movies, the main three movies, and actually the fourth one, the Return to Sleepaway Camp, don't really deviate. So, which sounds like oh, it's a little bit of the same, but it there's a certain um, charm to it that I really like. Like it's it knows what it is, and it's not trying to do something different. Okay, so how does it begin in the second one then? Okay, so basically, they, they open up at a campfire, like everybody's out in the woods having a campfire, yeah. and they're like, oh, I got a scary story to tell you, uh-huh. and then they rehash the events of the first one as like a scary story, and they're like, that's not real, and one of the guys said, I said uh-huh, my dad was a cop that was there at the end of the first one. Well, of course he was. And it's just, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, I really enjoy this because, like I said, there's the charm to it. And there's fun, if you pay attention, all the campers are named after characters from the 80s Brat Pack. So there actually is a Charlie and an Emilio in this movie. So is she playing <laughs> her own cousin or brother then? No, like, it's basically the way, okay, we we kind of have to spoil the first one because it has to do with the second one. What's the first one? Okay. I Do we want to? Because it kind of does take, have to explain the end of the first one to explain the what second one. What year is this from? Uh, it's the 80s. 80s. Yeah, this is like a th- almost 30-year-old movie. I, yeah. If you haven't seen the movie in 30 years, you're not going to see it now. Just go see it. If you haven't seen it, go see it and then come back and yeah. then listen to this. Pause I here. It. I recommend Pause it. here. Go to Target. Go to the discount bin. Well, okay, I we're back. Everywhere. Yeah, and we're back. So basically, we find out that Angela was a he the entire movie. Well, yeah. Became yeah. a she because of the ant. There's this whole thing. <laughs> Which is also interesting because it never movies like that really didn't deal with transgender issues like that, and it actually did it more so in the second one movies because like they explain that oh well when she went into the psychiatric ward she had a full on I guess the right term now is gender reassignment surgery. Okay, so, so she, she she physically she now she physically yeah. became. Okay, so she, she is went trans. She embraced her full on, okay. full on male to female, like full okay. on gender reassignment surgery. Okay. So, and then, oh, these are evil campers. I'm going to kill them. Interesting. And and, had, and it it it's a good. I like because it's just like there's a. It's funny without being haha funny. You're like, huh, okay, that's cool, or I get that reference, or it's. And that She's was charming. Kind of, Pamela Springsteen is charming in this movie. And that was kind of Angela's character anyway in the first one. She wasn't looking to kill. And again, I guess this is what, but she wasn't looking to kill. She would just kill those who had mistreated her. Yeah. And the, the, and she was very shy. And yeah. Uh, well, this one, she's not. She's like, hi, guys. Who's ready for camp? No, is she a, I'm, like is she a camper or is she a counselor? She's a counselor. She's one of the head counselors at this uh, camp. Ah, okay. That that's a shift in power then too. Yeah, so and then she there there's there's other counselors but it's her and a uh, guy named TC her base basically the main campers. 
TC. The or, guy excuse me. PI? The main counselors, not campers. Counselors. No, wait. Okay. Isn't it the guy with the helicopter from Magnum PI, TC? I th- no, it was, I thought it was TK. TKO? <laughs> Wasn't the guy you fight in Mike Tyson's punch out? No, that's Glass Joe. No, I think I that's know? actually from? the helicopter and Airwolf. See, well, see, there were so many helicopters in 80s TV shows. You had Airwolf, Magnum P.I., Blue Thunder, yeah. Riptide, but that was a, Riptide was a boat. Uh, oddly, I got, I got Airwolf and Blue Thunder mixed up when you said it. I'm like, oh, what, <laughs> that one of Clint Eastwood? I don't think, wasn't Riptide a boat? Uh, it was a Riptide. But you know what's I not? I watched a lot of TVs again. It's not a sleepaway camp. No, but anyways, so, but yeah, and it's basically like, oh, she has the same, oh, this kid's bad. They need to be dealt with by murder. <laughs> I enjoy that. And you know what? She's kind of right in a way. Yeah. And then, like I said, the third one, a little bit of the same. But it's just, I think it, it it goes to the fact that Pamela Springsteen has a very, like, nice, sweet charm about her. Where she's like, oh, you're nice. And, you know, oh, you're so sweet. You're my favorite one because you're always a good kid. But you, I'm going to kill you. And it's very, yeah. like, the the kills are actually somewhat, like, there's a lot of, like, stabs and pokes and whatever. But some of them are actually um, pretty uh, ingenious. There's actually one that involves an outhouse, <laughs> and it's actually one. Of, it's actually one. Of, it's considered the big, like one of the more famous kills in the movie. What does it involve? An, an outhouse. What's that? It's a it's a backwards poopy hole. <laughs> Backwoods poopy hole. Latrine. The shitter. But yeah, and so, like, and that's what it is. She just kills all the bad campers, and then, you know, you have the final girl, and, you know, you have what, uh, the the final girl circuit and all that. Like, it's a, it's one of those, you know who the killer is right off the beginning. Right, right. Like, it's not like, oh, wait, it was you the whole time? It's like, no, this is the sequel. The back of the cover says, yeah, she's broken out. Now she's a, uh, she's now a camp counselor. Like, that's the whole thing with the franchise. You know who the killer is the whole movie. Yeah, and I think that's interesting that they pair her with a final girl, too. But the Both second and third. You can almost say second and third are kind of the same movie, because, like we talked about, same a lot of the same crew. They use the same uh, camp for both of them. Mm-hmm. And they even explain it in the third one while they're using that camp, too. Like, they're like, oh, because of the events of the last movie, it got shut down, and we're reopening the camp again under a new name. So, like, they even acknowledge it in the third one. <laughs> It's called Camp Crystal Lake. And it's going to no, be great. It was okay, it was Camp Arawak in the first one. Year. I'm just Camp, kidding. Oh. Cuz Camp New Horizons was the third one. So it was Camp, Camp Rolling New Hills. Horizons? That's a Camp, bad name for a kids camp. Camp New Horizons is the third one. Camp Rolling oh, Hills was the second one. Rolling Hills. But yeah, I've seen this movie enough times to where, like we've already established, I can do the Happy Camper song that they wrote for the movie. So, um, so because you saw this before you saw the other one, would you? Because I didn't know the first one. I didn't know the first one had existed until I saw the second one. I saw. I was like, the second one introduced me to the franchise. So, would you give this a higher rating than the first one? Do you think? <sighs> It is my favorite one out of all of them, though. So I guess, yes, in a way that this is my favorite one, but tonally, they're very different. Yeah. And I still appreciate the first one. The first one's fantastic. You know, we even though we spoiled the twist. about Puppet Master. (laughs) I've only seen the first one of those. Good Lord. Seriously. I I said that I liked the first one. I just enjoyed the second and the third one and the fourth oh, one man. So I, I was listening to that thing and I was like man I'm gonna go talk to David and he's gonna love this shit and like man you guys trash the fucking shit out of me trash it. I just said there was a lot of mouth sounds which there are and if I could tell that to I David I <laughs> anyway so um, how was the music in this uh, it's there like it's it's a basic like they don't have that awesome theme song at the end of the first one Okay. Bruce Springsteen's sister can't get a theme song for her movie. <laughs> I know, right? But no, the the oh, Angela right? song, the Angela song that they play in the credits of the first one is a damn good song. It's a really good song. <laughs> Even Yoko Ono's got music. The second one, 
is basically the happy. There's other music in it. I mean, it's you're gonna have your stingers and your other songs, but it's a lot of instrumental stuff and um, the Happy Camper song. Okay. But I, I honestly, the first one's got the whole series beat with um, the song at the end, and then third one is basically the same as the second one, and then the the Return to Sleepaway Camp has um, CKY doing a lot of the music. Andrew CKY? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, okay. that's only because I think Felissa Rose is actually married to one of the members or something like that. Because I know they were fans too. Because one of the one of their CKY albums actually had the the end freeze frame on the fr- on the front of one of their covers, so it was all oh, a neat. whole thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think the first one's got to beat just because of the end theme. So, what do you think you would give this Cthulhu rating wise? Oh, an easy four. Okay, four out of five? An easy four. four. Oh, yeah, an easy four. Easy four. Because, once again, it's... Because it's this kind of movie... If you're watching... If you watch... The reason is, if you watch the first one, and then go right into the second one, it, it's a, a tonal shift. Mm. Like, a lot of people may not like the second one, because the first one was completely 100% serious. Yeah, I might... Joke- it's a, yeah. not let's say lighthearted, but they do crack jokes in this one, and it's not as, you know. I know some people that like the second and third one and don't like the first and vice versa. So I would give it a four, only because you may not like it if you don't like the if you like the first one and it's not for everybody. And it's you know, it's a budget horror movie, but that's what was popular in the eighties, and it works. But you know how hard it is to make a perfect movie, <laughs> RoboCop. Well, well, like nine. Nine times out of ten, like when we watch horror, they're budget horrors. Oh yeah, thank you, Tubi. <laughs> oh my god, I wish. I love yeah. Tubi, by the way. Yeah, yeah Tubi is the best. The- Hashtag oh. future sponsor. My Ooh. lord and savior. Tubi. So four out of five. That's pretty good. Four out of five. Yeah. yeah, that's very that's good. You know what? Uh, I could follow that, but I'm too polite to. Oh. I don't want to like, crush because mine's going to crush. Think, is it on Tubi right now? Oh, I don't have Tubi. So, uh, yeah. box. I'm not following four out of five. Yep. A box. Yeah. What do you got for me? I have the Italian terror creatures from the grave or five tombre per un medium. Oh, it is uh, on Tubi. There you go. Um, which is a 1965 horror film. Um, it was directed by Domenico Massimo Pilo. Pilo? That's yeah. the name I've been in high school. You know, it's yeah. a very popular name. I think so. That, that, you can't swing a cat without meeting a Domingo Massimo. Swing one, you can see Pilo. one. Anyway, so it actually stars um, Barbara Steele, who, if people know, um, she was in a lot of Italian gothic horror films of oh, the Italian 60s. Horror, yeah. She's like basically one of the queen of all scream queens kind of a thing she was in a lot of um she was in castle of blood she was in black sunday she was in the pit and the pendulum um so she was in this as well um i felt very underutilized but what can i do um it's weird because this movie is kind of like there was a lot of good people behind it um, you had Carlo Di Palma, who did the cinematography, who did a lot of cinematography for Woody Allen. Um, you had um, uh, the um, Aldo Pigo, who did the music, who did like music for more than 30 films. You would think that this movie would be more interesting than it was. Yeah, Mario! No. Uh, but anyway, so for one, the copy that I I watched was on Tubi. Um, it looked like it was probably filmed on a potato of some kind. It was very hard to see. We know what happened to the roller gator now. (laughs) It was filmed on a potato. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was maybe it was filmed on on this (laughs) before it was filmed. No, I, okay. Before you say where it's filmed, this is not a screener, is it? This is not a screener, no. Okay, because we did like two Italians last time. 
We also did <laughs> Italian we did. movies. We did two Italians last time, and that was a, that was a mean, wild yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so this is an older film. This is from the 60s, very gothic, black and white. Um, this attorney goes to a castle to settle this like estate um, for a recently deceased dude. Uh, he got this letter. It turns out it was like from the daughter. So the daughter and the stepmom don't get along. There's some weird dealings going on there. Um, something to do with the plague is happening like uh her, her dad used to summon the spirits of the plague and now he has plague hands on display it's kind of weird and like wait, even wait, she wait, wait, wait. Ad- admits it <laughs> i have a question yeah, uh, yeah. does lou fregno appear in this movie and like that like one person- five minutes at the very Curry. end <laughs> and massage her hands to uh, at the very end. The very uh, end. Uh-huh. But these are like hands cut off at like the wrist. They're like thing hands that are plague thing hands. And they're just like hanging out in like, I don't know, oh, like a drawer. Like thing? Like from Adam's family? Yeah. Like they're like thing hands. And um, at one point they do like move around and stuff because they're like possessed and whatnot. Um, but anyway, the dad died, and it was mysterious circumstances, and he comes back from the grave with his plague victim friends that he used to summon to uh, seek revenge and whatnot. And it is confusing as all fuck. Um, <laughs> and the ending is not any better, because I don't know why it ended how it did, but it did. And so, clap, 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 the end. I'm pretty um, sure you just described what people were saying about America in 20 years. I'm not sure why it ended the way it did, but it did. I'm not going to even bring out my kazoo for that. I'm too tired. To, uh, where's the, uh, uh, I'm too yeah, old and tired. Um, too old. Too tired. I think that's a new Fast and Furious. I think it, <laughs> it is, and I will still watch it. Same, like that legit, not no joke, is my all time favorite movie franchise. Uh, it's just, it's stupid, dumb fun, and I'll still watch it. Um, this movie or Fast and Furious? Uh, both. I, I mean, like I, <laughs> I watched both, so <laughs> why not? Um, like I said, the surprising thing about this movie is, um, it has so many good actors to it it felt kind of wait, wait. rushed in a way what so many good actors like, like whom like Was i said like barbara Steele is in it like i said um the director had a lot of films under his belt um he was the huh, director right. was baby yoda Damn, he's just so he had old. him with his little cup of tea the whole time he was Grandma's great cookies. that's what goes with tea. cookies he was wearing his zero shoes it was great um, but this is kind of what we ended up with was like weird hands in a in a case that crawled around and like spirits from the dead that were wait, playing wait, wait. weird hands in the case that crawl around. It's the name yeah. of my sex step. Oh, no, no, I don't think it is. And if it <laughs> is, I'm really worried about you, Joe. Well, uh, well <laughs> now you do. <laughs> now. Not, well, I mean, I was really worried before. <laughs> Okay. I'm extremely yeah. worried now. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it was gothic, yes, in the way that like um, Dark Shadows of the past was. But to be honest, it was kind of boring. Um, Barbara Steele was really amazing in it. Um, the lady that played the stepmother was pretty amazing. I think Mirella Maraviti was her name. But, but. Is Zuccaro's sister in it? Because that's know. what I want to know. That's the um, only Italian star I I know, really. Oh, really? Zuccaro. I think she maybe maybe she she could have been like with the lights, the lighting department. Who's the lighting? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not with actually lights. It's just her radiance. Yeah, it's her radiance <laughs> just glowing. 
bring so the there really I would love to talk about like the effects of it. Um there really weren't thing hands kinda crawling around. Uh but barely that. Um barely that. Uh I would love to I mean the music was is was good. Um the acting was gothic. <laughs> for italians there was a few times when i'm like wait is this dubbed and then i was like oh it's an italian american kind of production thing gotcha um which was very popular in those days and which usually i love but this one was just a real slow burner with not a lot going on and it took a lot to get there and surprisingly got pretty high reviews recently um really yeah so i was like kind of confused at that because when i saw those i was like oh this this looks good you know um but uh no no um, it was not well this sounds like something i can beat then uh, i like the uh, way this is going yeah yeah like so people had given it like a five out of ten and wow well, that's a good review for you like, uh, it's halfway there. It's halfway there. That's better than I want to game it. But uh, supposedly the story was by Edgar Allan Poe. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Anyway, the women were gorgeous. The guys are all old and goofy. Um, I'll give it. I'll give it a a two. So basically, there's a two. Okay, it's almost that's almost five out of ten. By the way, a two. That's four uh, out of ten. It's lower yeah well, for i know for lower than that but yeah okay so you're saying the girls are gorgeous and the guys are old and goofy so you yeah. just basically watch fox news for an hour and a half with subtitles uh, fox news those girls are i would not touch those girls with no uh, i got hand, hey i got hand sanitizer for a reason yeah no thank you there's not enough hand sanitizer sure in the world. Pandemic. you cannot no again jim do not stick your dick in crazy <laughs> Mama told me this day one. Mama said, <laughs> and I listen. And, and it works. Like anyway, so that's my story. The end. Your turn. Two. Okay, I can follow it too. Okay. So I was thinking. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this movie. No, I'm gonna do this movie. I'm like, maybe I should watch Haunted Hollywood. I like that's not even a movie. I'm like, damn it, you're right. And so I thought, what do I wanna do? I'm gonna go watch a wounded fawn. A wounded fawn. A wound. Mm. A wounded fawn. A wounded fawn, which is basically about the uh, surrealist Greek and I mean surrealist art and Greek mythology, right? And I'm like, no, not that one. Maybe Christmas Bloody Christmas. I'm like, no, 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 one. no. Yeah, well, good. written directed by Joe Bagels. Like, how about the Apology, which Alison Locke? Like, well, maybe. Or even, oh, what's that one? Like the Boulay Brothers Drag Dragula Titans. Or Scare Package 2. You know, Rad Jazz Revenge or something like that. Which is You're like, throwing out a lot of things. So is this premieres like on new- Shutter August, yeah. August, December 22nd. Or Burial, you know, you know, which also premieres on Shutter on December 29th. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking about these things that on Shutter, which if you don't have Shutter, you should probably get right now. I think it's like far less than my... Honestly, if you're a fan of horror, besides Tubi, which I absolutely recommend Tubi, you should have horror, uh, Shudder as well. If I you're mean, a fan of horror, you should have horror. You should have horror <laughs> and lots of it. And you can get you buy some socks. And you can get that from both Tubi and Shudder. But you know where you can't get it from? Zero shoes. Because you you're faster than horror at X-E-R-O-S-H-O-E-S dot com. You yeah. can't get it from Al's soap company either. <laughs> no, because that's not the promo code. That's not the promo code. Now we have to like make a podcast. And I hate <laughs> sequels. This is why we didn't have that sequel podcast because you just told me today you hate sequels. I know, and that's why we shit? have we have to have the sequels podcast. <laughs> I hate this shit. What do you give it? <laughs> fuck you. I, I give know. it a fuck you, that's what I give it. It would it would force me to watch these sequels. Uh, if, if only there's a, a sequel to Santa Sangria. There's only very few sequels I've watched, and that was like Hellraiser, and and that was actually good. And um, trying to think of 
the other ones. Oh, Chuck Child's Play. I've seen the sequels in uh, Alien. Alien, yep. Alien. And then Puppet Master. Those were really good. Puppet Master. Yeah, yeah, if you like some of those movies, you should really watch my. This is my show. Well, not my show. It's my show for the. the I wish it was my show. It's Joe Bob's Gould Tide Get Together. Premieres Friday, December 16th at 9 p.m. on Shutter. It's Eastern Time. Maybe specific. I don't know. You tell well, me. People I think are like, going to like that. It's live. Right? People will like that. They're going to love it. If you don't know the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs, well. And Darcy. And, and and Darcy and Melgo, absolutely. We love Darcy. I think you were for a surprise. You're in for a treat. I show this in my classes. I show this to my friends. I don't have either class or friends, but if I did, I would show them there. This is something that I will say I was not part of the Monster Vision people. I was not part of that crowd because I was an, an alcoholic and I was, you know, partying. I'm sorry. Like, that's what, like, When's Monster Vision? Oh, it was on the weekend at night. I'm like, yeah, no, I was fucking with strippers. What, what do you want? <laughs> like, no, we watch TV. Good idea. I was a Monster Vision kid. Were you? What, when when yeah. was it? When was it? Uh, when it came out? 90s. Made, from the mid 90s to like right around like what day? early 2000s. Usually like a Friday, Saturday night. Yeah, dude, there's no fucking way I was into that. Yeah, they Wait, would start at like 9, 10 o'clock and do like a double feature. No, no, no. I think I vaguely remember that. But what I, th- I remember it most for is it introduced me to Friday the 13th because they would do like around Halloween, they would do a marathon every year and they did an all night marathon for like the first six nah, Friday the 13th. Okay. Yeah, I, I was old enough to see Friday the 13th in the theaters because for me, like, Oh, I just, every time you like, I was introduced like, I just went to the theater when it first came out. Because That's, you're old. I get it. Yeah, I'm old. I am old. I was showing a Muppet okay. video today. And I was like, from 1979, I'm like, you know what? I saw this in the theaters and people freaked out. I'm like, yeah, I'm not old. Oh, I bet they were screaming. They, like, my God, they were. They actually fucking like, oh my God, I'm in danger. Get away yeah, from me. I'm like, what the shit? It's just math. That's all it is. Okay, so what? Okay, so Joe, Joe Job Jig Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy Mill Brother. Mel, Mel, Mel Brother. Fucking God. This has been a long week, guys. Is she? Wait, is Hulk, is Hulk on this show? Is Hulk a mania? Um, Joe Bob Briggs. Oh my God. Bob brother. He did. Uh, no, he, no, but he did do an episode of um, Dinner in a Movie that was on TBS the same okay. time. I, I love Dinner in a Movie. I used, he, that used to be my jam. He did. Uh, they did Mr. Nanny. And yes. they made Hollywood Hulk hoagies for their meal. Hollywood Hulk hoagies. Oh, I, I do remember that. Wait a minute. Yes. That was on TBS, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, I, I had a crush on Annabelle Gerwich at the time. Yes. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, I remember this because I would watch basketball on, I think it was like TNT, and they would cut to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Also, in the amazingly underrated movie Masterminds, where uh, Patrick Stewart was the bad guy. Patrick Stewart was the bad guy? Yeah, well, you know masterminds. I do like a mastermind who was behind bringing back Joe Bob Briggs because I can't get enough of the last drive-in. Same. I love it. I set my alarm clock to it. I will watch it. And I learn things. I have courses in film work. I have made films, and I still learn shit. I've been on these sets before. I'm like, and Joe Bob will say something I'm like, my God, really? And... If you are a fan of horror, if you are a fan of just learning, or you know how many great special guests that they had on the show? I was listening back to our podcast, which apparently is either let Buffy in or invite <laughs> Buffy down. I don't know. I don't know what the name is anymore. And we were talking about the ice cream man with a little person's uh, little hero of some people. He's not a little person. I don't want to say that. But he's a, he's a hero, people. It's uh, Ron Howard's little big brother. Clint. Big little brother? Sister? Cousin. Was he in camp sleepaway? No. I am. He's talking about Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Oh, okay. okay. Jeez, you're the only person that can't get the name on the top of their head, huh? huh? Um. Huh? Well, that was a long trail. That's to a long way of trying to drag it out, you guys. Yeah. That was actually also an episode of uh, Monster Vision back in the day. They did an episode of Ice Cream Man with Clint Howard. 
Yeah. Right. That hey, was uh, how we got into it. And we're talking about the episode of Buffy that had Clint Howard's mom in it. Yeah, she Ron Howard's mom. She, yeah, she played uh, just like some random lady at a random house. They were looking for a house, and she answered the door. And it was like a scene, but it was uh, their mother who started acting like, gosh, like well past. It was what maybe the eighty. She started acting in the eighties. Good, well, good here, for here her. We are acting in the eighties. Don't bang on people who acted in the eighties. I mean, that no, but I'm just saying that you know somebody you know Clint Howe or. Uh, Clint Howard was on the original Star Trek. Ron Howard was Opie. So they've been acting for decades. And their mom started like in the 80s, the 1980s. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Like, she always came across, like in that scene, she came across as like a sweet. I was like, oh, this is Mrs. Mrs. Jenkins who lives across the street. She's always got cookies. Like she was a sweet lady in the episode. Well, you know who else has cookies? Uh, Grandma. Yeah, no, well, Grandma might have cookies, but I'm not. I'm not doing that sound drop. So we we have that, and they have guests like Clint Howard, and the interviews are amazing. You, you learn stuff. Yeah. You they have things that I would like to talk about, and I think I have talked about when Halloween was getting re not rebooted, just like ended off, I guess, whatever. And the Blumhouse people are in there, and they're talking about what really is Michael Myers. Is it like is he immortal? Is he whatever? The interview was fascinating, and at the same time, they're trying to skirt around saying what Michael Myers is or wasn't. And I'll have to say, uh, it still didn't work for me. But because yeah. I knew the background of the interview, I knew what they were trying to do, and it still didn't work for me. Oh, I but, adored the new Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I love that movie. So, I watched it on Peacock. Okay. It came, so it came out. I started watching it two minutes after debuted on Peacock, and I was enraptured with that movie. It worked on so many levels, and I will fight for that movie. Okay. okay. So, Jim. Yep. This is the one that you watched specifically for this podcast. Um, it's airing when? You think I watched something for the podcast? I thought you How long did. have you been doing it for me? You really think I watched? Okay, all right, all right. So when you read this thing for the podcast, it was my email today at like one fifty eight p.m. Yeah, but you could play along. Oh yeah. Yes, I. No, I'll I'll tell you the one I love the most is Train to Busan. So good because I didn't see Train to Busan ever before. I didn't know existed until the last drive-in. Really. I say with me, uh, the one movie I wanted to watch that I watched on last drive in and fell in love with in the same vein was uh, One Cut of the Dead. Don't remember that one at all. Was that it one was a, it's a zombie movie, and it actually takes place three different ways because the first part is a, like a, a zombie movie, like a 20, 25-minute like, short film, but it's literally one continuous take that doesn't cut. And it's it's great. And then you're like... The middle part, which I think is the weakest, but it's still cool because it's the middle part is the the cat the cast and crew of One Take of the Dead or whatever they call the movie is them making it, and then the third part is the like you're watching them film it like it's you're like a cameraman behind the scenes of them filming the first part. So it's like I you get to watch part. a whole. You get to watch not only the movie they make, but like the, the, the last two thirds of the movie is the whole process of them making this movie and making sure they do it right because they have one chance to do it and it is one continuous take. Oof. That's, that's you know what? You know what else fantastic. is one continuous take? Our show every fucking other week. Mm. So you think that's <laughs> impressive? I'll, I'll do that 47 more times. That's impress me. Impressive. You know, 47 more times with, with multiple. As a podcast. Damn right. <laughs> damn right. You never know. No one's going to go wrong with a podcast, all right? Sometimes the voice goes. No, sometimes. And so... that's just not including Yoda. So my big thing for Joel Bob Briggs is their absolute engagement with the fans. I believe they're genuine. I've been around long enough, God knows. And I think this team, A, gets along together offstage, which is bizarre, but it happens. And B, they are fan-friendly to the point where they're just honest. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing it to be like the lip service to the fans. And they're like, uh-huh, wink, wink. 
no, I, I think both Darcy and Joe Bob and everyone involved in, in Shutter A have been super sweet to us as a website, and B super sweet to all like their mutant fam. Like you know, I have yet to meet thing. Joe Bob myself. Like I said, I've been a fan since Monster Vision. Uh, me and Darcy are mutuals on Twitter, and she's an absolute sweetheart. What's Twitter? Yeah, well, <laughs> a, a, you, back in the day, there was this website. Uh-huh. No, but like, like I wished her happy birthday one day, and I was like, oh, my birthday's in like a week, and she followed me, and we've been mutuals for like the last like four years. Cool. That like she, she's awesome. I don't. I don't watch it. I won't. I probably I won't watch it. Like it's just that's I, I fine. Know. And that's sure. fine. That's we all have our sense of degree. Fine. <laughs> I, I'm not going to watch her. I'm never going to watch I like her. MST3K and I like Elvira. And that's fine. But she when was I. I know she was. Yeah. I know she was. Um, and she's fantastic. And her book is fantastic. And people should read it. Anyway. Um, but I will say. No, you didn't. You didn't give a copy of her book. You better check the Twitter feed. We sure the hell did. Did you? Yeah. I, I, want, I wanted a copy. Well, next time, tweet, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> well, what is Twitter? Anyway, so, um, but I will say this, that I that is one thing I have heard from several fans continuously over and over again, is that they're very engaging. They um, really reach out to people um, when there has been, because I know that sometimes people you know, if they're having a hard time or if they've, you know, you know, had this or that happen, um, they have reached out to people individually to, to say, you know, hope you're doing well or things like that. They really do care about their fan base. And I think that's fantastic. And I think that's really needed. Um, yeah. Especially pandemic line. Yeah. Yeah. And especially as, you know, we are a small community um, as horror fans. You know, we are smaller. We're growing, of course. But, you know, when you look at a lot of things and you talk to people, it's kind of a niche thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the more we build as a community, the stronger we become. And the more, um, that's one of the cool things about, I feel like, the horror community is that even if we don't like the exact same things as we like, you know with each other we still encourage each other and we still are like oh wow that's cool oh that you know you got this i think that's incredible or whatever you know and that i think is something that they absolutely add to yeah you're right (laughs) oh wait I don't know if they're laughing, but they they're are laughing. Yeah, why are they're they laughing laugh at, at me? They're all gonna laugh at me. Yeah, they're all gonna laugh at you. No, but and I, and I agree with that because, um, I'm because if you want a toxic community, I'm actually a wrestling fan. So well, I see both ends of this. I'm a wrestling fan. I have uh, Twitter, so you get it. There actually yeah. is a Twitter page called Russell Cringe just off of those people. However. Uh, being in a horror community is that, and I like that, especially when you talk about there's different types of horror people. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of like ghost movies. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're not bad. It's just not my not my thing. Right. But like, I like to me slashers, like giant kaiju, and like man versus nature is my jam. Yeah. But like, and then like the last drive-in, and then Monster Vision used to do this. It wasn't just slashers. It wasn't just ghost movies. It wasn't just American movies. They showed so much. and like the the one season that i made time to watch last drive-in it was the second season they showed tetsuo they showed audition they showed one cut of the dead they showed um blood-sucking freaks um i think that was the same season they showed chopping mall like and that's Mm -hmm. what's so nice about horror and i've been to uh i've only been to i've been to it a few times but i've only been to one horror convention cinema wasteland it's twice a year it's uh outside cleveland ohio no one. I've been there. I love it because they really focus on like the grindhousey. They have a lot of stuff, but it's like a lot of like grindhousey, like cult type movies, which I like. Like I gotta watch um, Billy the Kid meets Dracula on film. Hmm. But it's just you go to a convention like that, and I took a former friend of mine. Long story that he's not the biggest horror fan. I was trying to get him into horror, 
and he, there was a couple that he liked. I got him to watch uh, Behind the Mask, which is a personal favorite of mine. The Kane liked it. Holdridge story? The Kane Holdridge? No, 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 no. No, b- Behind the Mask, the, the Rise of Leslie Vernon. Oh, that's, of course, that's the one I thought. Absolutely. Book, Kane, Kane, Kane Hodder actually is the Kane yes. Hodder does have a cameo in that, so I can see where right. you made that mistake. That's the title of his book, right? Behind the Mask. Something like that. But he does have a cameo in it in front of the Elm Street house, so I get where you made the mistake. Uh, no, I thought you were talking about the book for some reason. Like, oh, no. they made a but, movie on the book? Cool. Well, there is a documentary about Kane Hodder, and it's actually really good. So but you, anyways, so he in. goes, and this is somebody who's not a big, he doesn't like the splattery stuff like I do. He's not a big horror fan. He's trying to get into it. And he said they the the people at the convention, because it was a whole weekend, couldn't have been more welcoming to him. He's like, oh, you know, I'm new to this. This is kind of what I like. They're like, yeah, sure. You know, if you like this, we'll try this, 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 and this. You know, and they're like, oh, well, I'm not a big uh, gore fan. So it's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. So hey, hey, hey. he could have been president, right? You, yeah, you, it's too soon. You can't make those jokes. But um, yeah, there's just like like horror fan. Like it almost feels like the horror fans or the or all the freaks and the misfits because we like horror as much as we do. So we tend to stick together. Yeah, no. And there, there's there's some I've seen some gatekeeping, but horror fans are usually pretty good to nip that in the bud. I think a lot of it too, like you said, is horror relies so much on um, interacting what is normal and what is abnormal, and uh-huh. with normal. us as misfits. In, in, in any degree, whether it's, you know, creed or race or sexuality or gender or anything, if we feel as if we're kind of the other, we identify with horror, I think, a lot more. And so that kind of binds us together. And I think that's kind of a beautiful part of our community is that we can all kind of see like, oh, these are things that, you know really affect us you know and i can see how it affects you um through these things as well through these lenses and i think that's really important um yeah it also affects uh, yeah very much so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. cool thanks and it affects all and it affects us all why i think we both we're both saying all both of y'all and myself i've been saying the same things that's one of the special things about joe bob's gold tie get together Yes. Which does premiere on Friday, December 16th at 9 p.m. on Shutter TV and on demand. Well, you know, watch it live-ish. You know, don't don't wait for end demand the, the 18th of Sunday. Like, don't be a punk. Watch it when it yeah. first comes out on Friday. You know why? You know, you know why you need to watch this December 16th when it first comes out on, on that Friday at 9 p.m. Uh, you can you can see me run up bids on eBay stuff that sometimes I pray, my God, I hope someone else bids behind me. Okay. Like, here is oh you you don't know that part okay. No. So they have a charity the end a third annual holiday charity auction proceeds going to you know whatever charities they pick those years. Oh nice. And we or I should just say me I bid the crap out of it. Oh. And it starts off like oh it's a couple hundred dollars whatever and it goes to it's a couple thousand dollars whatever and it's like. Uh, $12,000 for the rhinestone off of Joe Bob's beer opener. Fuck. Okay. Someone, please, someone go for $12,002, please. Okay. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> there, there, there's a little bit of like, I'm I'm willing to, to drive it up. And if I win, it'll be awesome. But there's one I'm like, damn, I, I hope, I hope, I hope. Like every and, auction, really. Yeah. There, there's that. Oh my God. And these are all really cool stuff. You know, the, the, honestly, God, there, there's some cool stuff that, I was kind of sad on losing out, but you know what? That means someone else who had more money got it. And that means more money went to charity. Yep. Exactly. And that's what exactly. it's meant. And, and that, they're fantastic. And I will always be there with them as long as they keep being fantastic. And I mean, there, there's stuff, honestly, help me get through a pandemic. As oh, we're all locked yeah. in in Canada, yeah. we, we had to like go through people's like windows to see each other. And, and Joe Bob Briggs there. Yeah, and what I like really about The Last Drive-In is some people may not realize that the original 24-hour marathon was supposed to be it. He, he was going to do, he's like, he's going to do one more swan song 24-hour marathon on Shudder. You know, a big thank you. Because he had been doing it since the movie channel, which was before me. Like, I didn't start watching until he went to TNT. 
But the, la- the that marathon got so popular, they're now up to what? The the Thanksgiving and the Christmas specials, the Halloween specials, they're up to getting ready to do what? Season four of The Last Drive-In? That's incredible. Right. And all, he was like, I'll do, I'm going to do it one more time. We're going to go all out. He did 24 hours. And that's it. I had a good time. And everybody in the horror community is like, no, Joe, Bob, you got still some left in you. And he's been doing it ever since. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like their, the whole vibe on this show. It, it's the writing smart. It, mm-hmm. It's rhythmic. And honest to God, if Darcy isn't half robot for how much social media she does, I, I don't know. <laughs> she gets booted off Twitter every week. Well, she's got the backup now. But, yeah, but like she she tweets so much during the last drive in live that Twitter's like, no, you're you're done for the night, sweetie. Yeah. So she has to go to her backup channel just to tweet because she tweets, she live tweets, she tweets to other people that are watching because of the hashtag. Like, I don't That's know how insane. she does it. Yeah, every week she's like, it's it's always funny watching the live. If you're watching the live tweets while you're watching the last drive in, how long it takes before Twitter freezes her account and she has to go to her backup Jeez. one. Yeah. And Kanye's like, man, I can't get one off. Yeah. What's wrong? No. So we I I'm amazed at their ability to bring it together, amazed at their fan mail, because it's it's always, you know, this is touching. And I'm amazed I can talk about choking today. But <laughs> I <laughs> I always look forward to this. This is one thing I will absolutely, it doesn't matter how many hours I have to stay up, I will try to set an alarm. I will try to even do it with, I did it with COVID before. Like COVID and I had pneumonia after that. I'm like, I'm still awake, guys. This sucks. I'm good. You know, yeah. It, it's something that it's really energizing. Now, with all that said, I'm going to give not any particular episode because last train to Busan, I'll I'll tell you I cried still I seen it five or six times I already. mean it, if you don't you're a robot uh you're trying to bring yeah, yeah okay whatever I cried too okay but not me but I will say for the show itself the show itself on Shutter which again if you need to go the Ghoul Tide get together premieres Friday December sixteenth at nine p.m. in Shutter TV that's Joe Bob's Last drive in, Joe Bembers. Five out of five. Easy. Five out of five Cthulhu's. And remember how I gave uh, Face, not Face of Death, what was that one movie I hate? Cannibal, Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah. I yeah. gave Cannibal Holocaust negative million. I'm going to give them not even five out of five. I'm giving them bazillions. And I said, <laughs> I just gave them bazillion Cthulhu's. That's my star rating. What Bazillion. Up, bazillions. All right. With that being said, we're going to the, ooh, plug xander do you have a plug for us uh yeah like i'm on all my socials well twitter as long as it's still there uh twitter tiktok twitch i might have to start my instagram again just because uh all xander invictus i have my own podcast it uh it's on hiatus i'm looking to probably start at the beginning of the year it is a pro wrestling slash pop culture podcast called dropkicks and attractions uh, we finally got it started after over a year and then I had to put it on hiatus. So there's about 20 episodes out there. If you like it, it's on Spotify, Apple, good pods, uh, stitcher, that sort of thing. Um, and then I'm going to be doing a lot more of the audio dramas and podcasts here on the website, you know, after the new, like most of my stuff's going to be after the new year because cool. my life's in shambles right now. So, right here, though. but cool. You're coming back. Yeah. Yes. So you're coming back in podcast form. Basically. As a maze ball. <laughs> and the funny thing is, for people who don't know, we've been, if you don't know, we've been playing a Buffy the Vampire podcast. You should probably check that out. It happens it's tomorrow, which would be every time you hear this, the week after, we, we alternate, right? So check Xander out. He's funny. He's brilliant. He's very knowledgeable in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. It's, it's our top rated. Well, actually, yeah, might be tied with streaming demons, but still. Yeah. What, there, what, what episode was it where I did the entire uh, American Pie filmography from memory in uh, chronological order? I don't listen to my own podcast. I have no idea. It was, it was one of those episodes where I was like, yeah, here's the whole every American Pie movie in order. Yeah. When I say people should listen, I don't mean me. But I think everyone else, if you guys know, uh, 
phone in phone in and if you do i'll give you the, the american kai american kai podcast american <laughs> pie uh collection american, if you phone in, you know. it's like american pie and cobra kai mm-hmm. had a baby you understand i was gonna make a karate place i was gonna make a karate place i was gonna call it cobra kai but i didn't want to get sued so i was but cobra k and then i uh, oh, I, I couldn't get the business license for some reason fancy yeah, I, I I I had this discount. It was all KKK stuff. It was like just discount. Uh, like they had the white uniforms and everything, but I never saw uh, a party uniform with a hood on though. It was so uh, weird. It was so I weird. Need my kazoo. Where did I put my kazoo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh oh. All right, and sign the kazoo. Box. What what plug do you want to give someone else? I am going to plug because my um my movie oh, had to Um because my movie had to deal with the plague, I'm going to be plugging Doctors Without Borders. Oh cool. Um I've given to them before. Um they're a great charity. They really are doctors that go into places where they are needed the most. And um it like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Appalachia. They go in Appalachia, so that's Pennsylvania. So I don't um, know. I mean, like the the they go all over the world. Um, they go where they're needed. Um, it, they go a hundred percent on their basically their own costs and whatever you donate. Um, they and Charity Navigator they get a ninety one percent. So. I would say donate to them. Like I said, I have before. Um, I think they're a great uh, company. They're both French and United States based. And um, oui, oui. yeah, let's let's get people wetter, better. Let's get them well. Also, you said wetter, and I do agree. And speaking yeah, of let's get people wetter. Let's, let's get people wetter and better. My, yeah, my plug is coming up, and I'm going to plug something. <laughs> That's my thought. Adam and Eve. Um, <laughs> no discount code. Screaming what? No. <laughs> Creaming. All right. Anyway. On Shutter special, I honestly, I'm gonna throw down a challenge. Joe Bob's Ghoul Tide get together premieres Friday, December 16th at 9 p.m. on Shutter TV. If you can outbid me on the charity, bring it, punks. I'm Whoa. gonna win. I'm gonna win. I don't care who you is. I'm gonna win. It, it might just be. Winning the belly lint hair off of Clint Howard's character in Ice Cream Man 5, but oh, yeah, it's mine. That'll be my belt one hair, sort of. I guess I don't know how that works, but that's my first plug. My second plug, they are doing and this is the only time I'm going to plug Patreon ever. Oh. They being Darcy is doing the Lost Drive In, L O S T Drive In on Patreon, P A T R E O N.com. And their team is restoring the lost footage of Joe Bogbrick's stuff. It's amazing. Incredible. It's very hands-on. I was a big push for this when it first came out during pandemics. I think, you know, this this is awesome. It it reaches with the people who love horror and they want to keep it kind of available for future generations. And it gives back to a community that's given so much to us. So again, this is the only time I will ever plug Patreon. The Lost Drive in L O S T D R I V E I N. That's how much we love uh, Joe, Bob, and Darcy, really. On patreon.com. So, the last plug I'm doing is our anthology. Bodies is coming out. It's hitting the floor. I think that's what you say. The bodies are hitting the floor. I, is that <laughs> can I say that? I can. Can't yeah, as long as that. you don't sing it. Yeah. I, I think if you have enough books called Bodies, you can let them hit the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It is coming out in uh, before Christmas. Oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. I worked on the cover a bit, and I, I think it looks nice. And we're having the last edits go through right now. It, it Some looks of amazing. our writers are going to be in it. They are? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah like Jen from our, our website is going to be in it. Jen's yeah. gonna be in it, and I'm pretty sure Nicole's gonna be in it. Yeah, Nicole's gonna be in it. And, and yeah. I, I saw someone with uh, initials. Yeah, some, some asshole with initials that's yeah. box shaped might yeah, be in it. Might be in it. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, oh, oh but when, it's, it's, do we do we know when this when this episode's coming out? This one right here we're talking about right yes. now. Yeah. Day after Thanksgiving. Okay, well, uh I do want to kind of plug something that the website's doing if if you we got a second. Go for it. Yep, absolutely. Okay. We are doing this is kind of a we decided to do a live tweet of a we were going to do a, like a Christmas theme horror movie or something related to and we were going to live tweet it. And I came up with the movie. So if anybody wants to join us on December 5th, I believe we're doing it around 8 p.m. Eastern. We are watching a movie called Sleigh Bells. Watching Baby Yoda. No, not yet. Sleigh Bells. It's on Tubi. That way, I I specifically went to Tubi that way because Tubi's completely free of charge. So anybody can join us. Mm -hmm. It is basically a holiday themed slasher movie where Barry Boswick plays Santa Claus and Richard Mall plays a cop. Oh, nice. And it came out in 2018. That came out in 2018? 2018. Yeah, Barry Boswick plays Santa Claus. So we're going to live tweet it oh. on Twitter. We're a bunch no, of no, us no, are going to no, get no, to no. watch it live tweet it. So if anybody wants to join us, you know, watching along, follow the live tweets and watch us along with us. We're going to watch it about 8 p.m. Eastern on December 5th. Once again, it's on Tubi, which is 100% free of charge. There's commercial breaks, which are actually not that intrusive. Yeah, and they're actually, actually not too bad. No, and then like because they try to do the breaks at like logical points. Exactly, and the oh. breaks are not like super loud in your face. Like, no, and then they do. they also give you uh oh by the way you're doing we're doing a break in like ten seconds. Yeah, and yeah, then if, I've if also you have watched Netflix now. You're gonna see the same thing, but pay for it. Yeah, and then if you I've watched TV shows on there too. Like I was watching some series and stuff, and they when they try to do the commercial breaks for the TV shows, they try to do it. Where the breaks out on the episode? Well, that's so on. Right. Right. When is this on the site? December fifth. We're gonna do it on Twitter on December fifth. What's the hashtag? Uh, uh, I don't know if we have one yet. Oh well, that's damn it. We should I probably it was get on Christmas knocks or something like that. I think that's what it is. I think that's what we called it. I'm looking it up right now. And guys, if if, if anyone's listening, yeah, wondering like, he doesn't know what's on his own fucking site. You're right. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be 8 p.m. Eastern on December fifth. So, if you want to watch along with us, once again, it's on Tubi. It's called Sleigh Bells. B-E-L-L-E-S. I found the movie, by the way. You're welcome. I also want to plug that we're all, like a lot of us are doing short Christmas pieces or holiday pieces on the website as well. So, um, you know, that'll be fun. When does that come out? Foxy, no? Huh? What? When does that come out? Oh, um, December, starting December 20th or something? December 20th? Like that? so that's like, you know, oops, my bad. That's like four days after Joe Bob's Gould Tide Get Together premieres. Pretty soon, exactly. our plugs are longer than our show. So, yeah, I know. with that being said, we're all plugged out. Yep. On behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, our special guest, Xander, and the co host with the most, Box Human, we bid you that's the show. Bye, everyone. I swear I hear a cat. Not yet. Oh. You ever hear no cat, man? I don't know why that was just kind of like... <laughs> spooky voice. Spooky. This is spooky voice. I like this one a bit better. It also hears a cat. It goes meow. Meow, man. I think, do we hear it? Shh, do we hear it? I hear, I hear.